Alright guys, we're out here with the Red Dirt Rangers. How you guys doing? Hey, hey doing great. Beautiful day. Yes, it is. Yeah. We, were, we were talking to Lance Rourke earlier. We were talking yeah. about the weather. It's beautiful. Couldn't yes. ask for a better well, day. Well, he's, he's a great and talented dude. Yeah, he is. Really. And awesome yes, it is incredible. And very nice. This, yeah. Yeah. Really yes. nice. Yeah, and Lance is great, for sure. Yeah, it's not even like really that windy either. It's no. kind of just like... It's ideal. Yeah, I know. I couldn't ask for a better day to have festival. I, I, we know how Oklahoma can be. It can be really yeah. uh, temperamental on oh, the weather yeah. sometimes. For sure. Yeah. We take out the weather really seriously over yeah. here. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> so I, go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. So I don't think we, I mentioned it in the email, but we're from, we're based out of Stillwater also. Nice. Oh, cool. So uh, yeah. we do, uh, we work with Tumbleweed and uh, we do shows with all the artists and stuff like that. And uh, so we're kind of, Red Dirt is kind of our, our bread and butter, yeah. sort of. Well, so if when we from, saw you guys were on the list, we're like, we well, have you know that uh, Stillwater is the home, is the birthplace of the Red Dirt Rangers, yes. so. and the yeah. birthplace of yeah. Red Dirt music. Yeah, yeah. Red Dirt only uh, you know, fingernails, <laughs> for some reason, all right? Exactly. Um, so you guys started in Stillwater, like we're saying. How did you guys come about? How did you guys get get together? Like, what, what's the origin? Kind, kind of started as jam sessions, a uh, bunch of friends hanging out, different places like the I, farm. Uh, around campfires and whatnot, uh, we did a talent show um, at a, on OSU campus, and that was probably about eighty-two or three. Yes, uh, and we did. It was called Aunt Molly's Rent-Free uh, Music House. We weren't called the Red Dirt Rangers then, but we did our first little act together. Yeah. That was we just kind of when we just started learning how to, you know, play. Yeah, so. the piecing it together really a lot of it occurred at the farm back in those days. Yeah. That was kind of a ground zero for. Everything really well, yeah. you know, the list man. Yeah. I go, if you're from Stillwater, it goes on and on yeah. and on, you know. And it's called and Gypsy Cafe now, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, we used to, you know, take it from the from the farm and campfires, take it down to the strip and play at place like Willie's and mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's Wormy kind of, dog, kind of where, later. where we got our stage legs, you know, yeah. going. So, Stillwater's yep. home, and uh, you know, we feel fortunate to be a part of that scene, yeah, for sure. So uh, you said you guys weren't Red Dirt Rangers. Did you originally have a name that you guys? Well, I mean, in the early days, you just kind of would you didn't know what to call it. So you yeah. just make up weird names. Mm -hmm. Like at certain times, we were uh, uh, pile driver, pile driver. Yes. We were ratchet, <laughs> uh, toolbox. I think at one time, shampooing the buffalo, shampooing the buffalo, <laughs> yes. and then farm dogs, farm, farm dogs. dogs. Yeah. But then we landed on Red Dirt Rangers. A friend of ours, Jimmy no, Lafay, wrote a song called uh, "Red Dirt Roads at Night," and. Uh, that seemed to resonate, and the term Red Dirt was starting to kind of become into the vernacular a little bit, and we called ourselves Red Dirt Rangers. Although the scene has evolved a lot from what it originally started out as. The Red Dirt scene really started as a singer-songwriter scene. But yeah. but as like yes. all good scenes, uh, things have to evolve, or it they evolved. just get stale. So it, it's continued to evolve, and it, it, to this day, it's still I'm still surprised myself walking into some place in Stillwater and seeing a a hot new artist that just blows my mind so it's still going on it's really yeah. awesome but yeah. one thing about the scene is and since it came from a singer-songwriter scene um, the song has always been the most important thing like the song drives the music it's we I mean you can be a great guitar player and we welcome all those great instrumentalists but without the song you got nothing and we were fortunate to know really good songwriters in the early days. And see, and from the very beginning, like when most bands get together, they do a lot of like cover songs and stuff. Yeah. Well, we were immediately on our first gig, we were already doing original songs. Really? Yeah. Because we had been told by some of the old guys like Jimmy LaFave and Bob Childers and Tom Skinner 
they would say things like, "Man, you guys are great, but you know, you ought to think about writing your own songs." Yeah. And they were very encouraging, kind of showed us the ropes, as it were. And uh, you know, they we were the we were the babies at the time, the young kids, and now we're the old guys yeah. you know, giving advice to the young. <laughs> yeah. So it's just very, a big very, circle. Very fortunate. It's, all, yeah. it's fortunate, awesome. Yes. So who yeah. were some of those other groups when you when you guys were coming up that you that were like right alongside you? Well, uh, in the earlier days, again, it was more of a singer-songwriter thing. And it was also a, a burgeoning, a very strong bluegrass Yeah, scene. bluegrass was very big. We went to Winfield, Kansas, which yeah. is going on right now up in Winfield. It's, and it's a, it was a big deal then and still is a big deal now. But when we started, um, there weren't a lot of bands. It was a more singer-songwriter, but it started to become real band-heavy. But I could, we can name some of oh, them. Oh, sure. Well, there the, was the, the, the Flat Mountain Boys. There was the uh, Red Valley Barnstormers. Right. You know, of course, Garth Brooks was right there with us on True the stages at, uh, at Willie's. Yes. Um, and Jimmy LaFave, Bob right. Childers, Chuck Dunlap. I mean, th these were the guys that were like the forefathers to us that we looked up to. That, you know. Yes. So. But the first band that was really you know, like tight with us was a band called Medicine Show. And if you go back into the 90s, uh, when we were there, us and uh, ourselves and Medicine Show kind of had town for a while, you know? Yeah. And then out of that mm -hmm. came Great Divide. Great Divide, Like yes. they were kind of the next in the, in the pipeline. And then here comes uh, Cross Canadian Ragweed, Jason Bull and the Stragglers. And Turnpike. Well, Brandon it's, Jenkins. Yeah. Stoney. Stoney LaRue. And then it down to Turnpike Troubadours, then Reed, Reed uh, Southall. I mean, it's kind of evolved over a 30-year period of what Red Dirt is. And we, I mean, and we always took those guys under our wing and like said, hey, you guys want to open the show for us? Yeah. Whatever. So like Turnpike was open the shows for for us and oh, oh, like Stoney and all that. So it was coming and sit in with us. Oh man, Ragweed used yeah. to open for us. They would call and say, hey man, can we can we open for you guys? It's <laughs> yeah, like, sure. I guess. Sure. It's good exposure. <laughs> no. We might still let them if they. We might. We might let them open for yeah, us if they yeah. wanted to. But you know, Maybe. we met them at the farm, and we met Bolin at the farm, and we met uh, Stoney at the, through the farm. I mean, that was a real center point and a place where musicians came and I mean Robert Earl Keane came to the farm and when anybody that played in town in Stillwater would come to the farm because that's where the party was after the show yeah. you know? and then kind of and then kind of after that uh, for some reason the band we migrated to Oklahoma City and uh, where we all lived for a while and we and that we that's where we had like a band house and that's where we started our sort of the full band type thing yeah. with drummer and bass so you know, Oklahoma City was always big to us yeah. as well. DZDs, which just closed after yeah, 35 those. years of the, a, a venue down there in Oklahoma City. We Wormy just, Dog. We just played the, yeah, uh, the, the second Wormy Dog. Actually, the third Wormy Dog. It was upstairs on the strip. Then they had the Wormy Dog Concert Hall where Outlaws is now. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it went to Oklahoma City, City down in Bricktown. Bricktown, uh -huh. in front of the ballpark. Yeah, right over over by the ballpark right. for sure. So, in other words, we've been around. Uh, we're older than dirt. We've seen it all, <laughs> man. Older than red dirt itself. <laughs> but we were, we got together before it was even called red dirt. So yeah, exactly. We still laugh about it because people say, "Oh, you know, define red dirt." We're like, "How the hell do we? We yeah. don't know." Yeah. Exactly. I we mean, can't tell you. But I mean, we just called it Red Dirt Rangers. And back in the early days, people would say, "What kind of music do you play?" And we got tired of saying. Well, we play blues, bluegrass, country, folk, uh, Cajun, Tex-Mex, swing. <laughs> you know, it, it was just quicker to say Red Dirt. So yeah. we just said Red Dirt music, and we didn't really think about it, but like Cody and Bolin and, and Stoney and those guys really picked up on it and Divide. 
And they said, well, we play red dirt music. Yeah. And that's what we, it just became in the vernacular. Nobody tried to make a scene. It just happened, you know. Yeah. The, but see, but years even before that, there were like uh, inklings of what was to become. Oh, yeah. Like people like Steve Ripley, who uh, was in a band called The Tractors, sold millions of records. Well, and, but it, oh, his, tractors, his Stillwater yeah. band was yeah. called Moses. But they, Moses. But they, start, they were playing uh, years ago before we started. And in fact, Steve even started a little label called Red Dirt Records. Yes. So that term has been around a long time. It has. Like we kind of, it just we fell into it. Just you, like you guys took it. The wreck, I say. You guys took it, had the name, and then it kind of blew up from there. It kind of did. Like. I think it really blew up when we called it Red Dirt Music. Yeah. Because it was we easy were, to identify we with. We were all having trouble trying to yeah. tell people what we played. You know, it was like, what do you play? It's like, well, it's all these different musics, so we'll just call it Red Dirt Music. Yeah. And it stuck. I yeah. mean, it's just kind of what and, happened. And see, like uh, at the time, and it's still like this. But you know, there, uh, like Texas has always had you know a big name, like Texas music. Te and we got kind of tired of that, so we said we, we want Oklahoma to have <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. So that was kind of the angle we took. And, and in the meantime, you know, we've come together with those guys. Oh yeah. And they're all friends, and it's like we're one big, you know, one big scene. Yeah. We love the Texas guys. We we met Reckless Kelly when they first came to Austin early on, and. Through, you know, Mickey and the Motor Cars, all those guys, Robert Earl Keen, Robert's a yeah. good friend. We've yes, known Robert him for always years and years. Friend. But uh, um, yeah, it was funny how it just, uh, you know, it, look, we didn't try to like take over Texas, but at one point, Red Dirt Music took over Texas. Yeah, exactly. It just did. And, and then they start calling it Texas Red Dirt. So yeah. you know how that goes. Of course, we call it Red Dirt Texas. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really feels like people, I guess especially outside of like Oklahoma, Texas, will call basically any music that really isn't on radio country red dirt music. Yeah, right. And even if, even if it's Tyler Childers in Kentucky, yeah. uh, West Virginia, even even a lot of those right. acts, a lot of people call that red dirt music. Yes. But, and I... It sounds you, cooler than Americana. It, it does sound <laughs> cooler than Americana. But would you guys say that those acts that aren't in Oklahoma and Texas are red dirt music? Absolutely. Well, to me, I, I mean, would say that it's all inclusive. Yeah. If you want to call yourself red dirt, that's awesome. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the first notable act that I can remember from really being from outside our area was American Aquarium, BJ. Yeah. BJ mm -hmm. Barham. He was the, I mean, he was calling himself red dirt and he's from like North Carolina. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, these guys want to do that and the gals want to call themselves red dirt hell yeah bring it on man i mean we we and there inclusive. is actual red dirt all over the all over the world he went, he went like hawaii, hawaii. <laughs> georgia has it i mean there's really cool places yeah. that have red dirt and there's kind of a kinship so it really is in the dirt you know <laughs> this friend yeah. of ours went to hawaii and brought back you know red dirt shirt red dirt yeah. shirt sure. well, well you know organically die from soil yeah it's red yeah huh. i mean but it's really it's, it's really cool that the the term has taken off and man there is no doubt about it without a doubt 100 percent it started in stillwater oklahoma i mean it did start there and it started at the farm i mean it, yeah. it's ground zero you can go to a specific town and a place where this music exactly. began have you guys been to the farm we have not had a chance to get, get, get out there but we really want to get it's out there there's nothing of course but just you know tall yeah. grass and a little Burnt, you know, torn up barn yeah. and this, but there's a there's a little spot there with uh, that Gypsy Cafe. Sure, it's uh, refurbished and it's now you know you could practically live in it. Bob Childers no used to play music. We got yeah. electricity, and he lived there. 
But uh, yeah, you guys need to get somebody to take you out there that knows the history and kind of show that you around. Be, that, that'd be yeah. a great yeah. podcast right yeah. there. Yeah. We, we've talked about doing that at some point. Right on. Yeah, you should, man. Well, I lived out there for nine years, so if you want to get a hold of me, I'd be glad to take you out there. Yeah, we, we, we will. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, that um, awesome. I want to yeah. backtrack just a second because you said something that caught my attention. You were talking about the tractors. There's a song, it's like Baby Likes to yeah, Rock yeah. or something like that. I, yes. I've always loved that song. It, are they from Stillwater? Or is oh, that, yeah. Like, well, I mean, really? Steve, Steve was from, is from Glencoe. Okay. Which is a little town that's run by and he went to college there. That's where he started his bands and all that. And Ron so. Getman, who was in the Tractors, also went to OSU. Okay. Um, then uh, the other guys were not from Stillwater, but Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa guys, okay. and they were kind of a Tulsa band. But Ripley always kept his Payne County roots. So I mean, and if you look into his history, he played guitar for Bob Dylan for a couple of tours, and he, he was on a, a record of Dylan's "Shot of Love." Design. He also he also de uh, designed and built guitars for Eddie Van Halen. I mean, the Tractors was another thing that he had. He did three albums on us. Yeah, he, so, oh, he was he produced I mean, three of our three or three and a half records of two ours. And yeah, two and a half. Two and a half. Well, there was other ones like we did side right. projects too. We had a project called. Ripley and the Rangers. Yeah, we were in a band with Ripley. So we did. It was a short-lived band, but uh, we had. I mean, he was like he was like our, cover, you know, Loki. He was like our best friend, you know, our yeah. uncle, dad, uncle Steve, kind man. of. It's, he he was like Steve. our our yes. dude. He was our mentor. mentor. And he recorded sure. uh, Leon Russell and JJ Kale and a lot of you know the old Tulsa guys as well. Steve was around a long time, and oh man, we sorely miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, so, I want to tell you a little bit about Deadwake Archery Innovations. They got all kinds of awesome stuff. They create their very own custom designed CNC milled bows and they do all kinds of uh, crazy colors with the anodization. And uh, you want to tell them a little bit more? Yeah. So it is a Oklahoma State graduate there. They're in Kansas, Oklahoma is where they're established. Uh, they do some great stuff. Great killing machines for the water, honestly. <laughs> and uh, just go, go check them out. Thank you so much for Dead Wake Archery Innovation for sponsoring this podcast. Well, howdy, folks. Welcome down to Bad Brad's Barbecue. <laughs> hey, stop looking at Gus. Stop it. Stop it. All right, folks, you see here, Jack is trying to throw some cornhole, and he just can't get it done. I just cannot hit anything today. I see that, Jagger. Man, you gotta have some bad brags. Play that crap in your hungry. Vernon always coming in clutch with the barbecue. Oh, yeah, look at that bite, folks. All right, Jagger, let's see it. Look at that, right now. Bad brads, where you can't help but be good. Like Jagger said, folks, Bad Brad's Barbecue, where it's good to be bad. Yeah. That's, so that's really interesting. Yeah. It, it, all of I didn't know any so, of this. Yeah. It's it's interesting getting to talk to guys like you who were there when this was all kind of brewing up, because everybody we talk to now is like really recent, you know. Sure. So yeah. it's you don't get all this same information. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're the old guys, so we know the old stories. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, hey, I mean, our brain cells, you know, aren't what they used to be, so we might even be wrong on some of them. <laughs> but, but I can tell you this for sure. We used to go see Garth on Wednesday nights at Willie's. He was there every Wednesday back in the <laughs> early 80s. He packed that place, don't he? Well, he, you know, some nights he'd do good. And Tom some nights, Skinner was in his band. Wow. Yeah. we had Skinner I mean, Brothers. Lots of connections to Chris Garth. Chris Gaines and the Rangers, dude. Hey, exactly. <laughs> hey, man, I'm down to play with Chris Gaines. Bring it on. That's great. So, like you guys are saying, like you guys are able to be a mentor to the up-and-coming acts that are now. Like, like a lot of the people that we've had on the show, for sure. I'm sure. Like we've had like 
Johnny Thomas band, which is small. Oh yeah, band, but, but I, I know they played Miles Zero Fest with you guys. Sure, before, we know we know those guys. Yeah, and then um, who else is like from Stillwater? Um, and now I'm drawing a blank. Like, Le- Levi Walker, if you yeah yeah Levi, sure. Levi, Isaac you know. McClung, do you know Isaac? We, he's a singer-songwriter. We, we've never had him on the pop podcast, but I've definitely heard him. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Jack Tidwell, I think he plays well, that song. Jack's from he's, Western Oklahoma, but he, but he, he plays he, there, he does so. play Stillwater. I mean, they still come through, and uh, is it Gannon Freeman? Yeah, Gannon Freeman, yeah. yeah. I've heard his band. They're really good. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're a Stillwater band, per se, but... I, I think he lives in Stillwater. Uh, right? he, he does Oh, now. right he on. He moved there, yeah. 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 And then Buffalo and the Herd. Yeah, Buffalo Jones. Buffalo Jones and the Herd, I know he plays Stillwater quite quite often. Oh, yeah, they're from Stillwater. Well, they work at Daddio's. A couple of those guys work at Daddio's. Well, on our set earlier today, we had uh, a fine, great fiddle player. Tony Spots. Spots. He he played with us, and he lives in Stillwater. I mean, so the the story continues. It's like a... It's it's an evolving, living story. Yeah. It's not like dead and in the past. It's still it's happening. It's not. And, and so. Bob Childers used to say it, and I really truly believe it's true. Stillwater's a musical vortex. There's for some reason music finds a home in Stillwater. It's always been that way. Going back to uh, Hoyt Axton, Bob Wills used to play there, but Hoyt Axton played there. Gary Busey had the biggest band in uh, Stillwater back in the late '60s. The Rubber Band. The Rubber Band. Like. Okay, Gary Busey, like yeah, the actor crazy yeah. ass yeah. Gary Busey. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I was yeah like, he went to he went to college. He went to college at OSU. Why did I not know that? Yeah, that's he, awesome. he had a band called the Rubber Band, and then they turned into a band called Carp. And Carp had a major label deal on Warner Brothers, I believe. But yeah, Busey had a, the best band in Stillwater wow. at one point. That's, that's he's, crazy. He's on that thing called Mazappa. Oh, that's out of Tulsa. Yeah, out of Tulsa. TV show. He was also a, a, com- a comedic TV show. Yeah. What? What is? There's like I'm trying. I'm drawing a blank on like movies that he's been in because he's. Been oh in man! So many well, movies. the Buddy Holly story for sure. Yeah. That was his claim to fame. Yeah. Oh, but he's been in a ton of movies. He usually plays a. Imagine he plays a psychotic nutcase. No <laughs> way. Right? He does. And, and wasn't he on the Celebrity Apprentice? Too? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, he got that's fired by Donald Trump, yes. man. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I just, I, I never knew that. That's, yeah. I've, yeah. Okay. I, well, there's a lot, fellas. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Stillwater, Stillwater's music history is really, really rich, and, yeah. and it's amazing. It's, it constantly happens where people that you know, like big stars or whoever, will yeah. be like, you know, will tell us they spent time in Stillwater and stuff. So it's a magic place. Yeah. I, you, I'll give you a really weird one. David Koresh. The guy from Waco. What? He had a band in Stillwater. Oh my god. Yeah, he sure did, man. Oh my god. Absolutely. Uh, wow. That, that is that is very weird. I know, man. Well, if you dig deep enough, you'll find all kinds of stuff. I mean, his band was good. They could really burn it down. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Too, too soon. No. Oh, that's great. Now it's been about 15 years. It's okay. It's it's been like. A long time, but you know, but it's kind of what's kind of cool. And there's a lot of towns that are like Stillwater, where scenes arise out of a certain small town, yeah. like Athens, Georgia. You know, a place in Colorado, Boulder, whatever. But Austin, Austin. I mean, but it, we we have we had a magic scene that kind of surpassed a lot of those other scenes, just because it's. Uh, I feel like it's really genuine music. It's heartfelt. It is. And then if you, and then if you look at. The All-American Rejects. Those guys yeah, sold yeah, millions exactly. of records. A, a band called Other Lives. Uh, they sold 
a ton of records and one they opened wonder. for Radiohead at one point. I mean, yeah. they're all from Stillwater. Yeah. It's yeah. just Stillwater is a music town for it, I don't even think it tries to be. Well, it and it, but it ebbs and flows. It does. There'll be times when there hardly be any bands in Stillwater. The next thing you know, like the next year, there's like 20 bands. Yeah, I mean, and that's crazy. how it was. Someone but, was that's how it no, was sorry. when we were there. I mean, there was a lot of Yeah. Well, it was rich when we were there. Yeah. I mean, we were there Being in a real college town. Time. So, yeah. I don't remember who it was. Somebody we had on was telling us it like shifts. So like for a while it's in Stillwater and then for a while it's like maybe in Tulsa or like Oklahoma City or something. And I mean, right now Tulsa's or? hitting oh, a pretty good leg. Yeah, Tulsa's I mean, like going but off. It's, it's you can't really compare it to Stillwater because it's no. two different things. Yeah. It's, yeah, I was living about 18 years ago. There was nothing going on in Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. So... Stillwater, man, it's it's a college town, so you're always going to get but now new kids coming to town. I was going to say, it, do you think it's a culmination of it being the perfect size for something like this? Because, like, I mean, Stillwater doesn't have, like, a lot to do, so no. like, it makes, like, when you have acts, like, you want to go see them, even if they aren't your, like, favorite well, band and, or you and, don't know Well, and, you know, them. one thing we observed is that uh, it, was, it wasn't a common for, like, a kid from Owasso or something to bring his acoustic guitar and he'd be meet a guy or his roommate or something that would get thrown together with a guy that loved Metallica. Yeah. So there'd be like Merle Haggard meets Metallica. Meets and yeah. then Bluegrass. So, you know, I mean, Whatever, it just, yeah. that's how yeah. the scene evolved. I mean, yeah. people meeting people from different places. And you, have, you constantly have an influx of new, yes. yeah. new young kids that yes. have the time to do it most of with the time. With a guitar on their back. With and, the guitar yeah. and like the... Yeah. Uh, because young people, like when they're starting music, usually have like it seems like they have the want to to start. Like, sure. It's easier to start a band when you're young. Obviously. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. and remember, college is the last bastion of I can do still do whatever the exactly. hell I want. Yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of your last yeah. chance. Exactly. And it is one of the biggest thrills of all, like to just randomly walk by a place and and you hear them doing one of your songs. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a great feeling, you know. Yeah. And we're so proud that 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 happens to us, and so we're. It's good. And, and like you were talking, Stillwater is a bit isolated, and it was even more back in our day, in the 70s, 80s, 90s. You couldn't just get in your car and drive to Tulsa real fast, or Oklahoma City. You kind of had to make your own fun. So yeah, that's really, exactly. the red dirt scene kind of came out of a lack of anything to do in yeah, Stillwater. Exactly. Seriously, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's what I was, that's what I was kind of getting at. It's like, like there isn't a lot of, there's not a lot of stuff to do in Stillwater. But to watch music and watch football games in the fall. Yeah. Sure. And, and so, okay, so a huge shout out to our new sponsor, Red Earth Designs. They made all of these new t-shirts you're seeing. You can find those on social media if you go to our page, Guitars Cowboys Pod. You can click on that, message us, get a shirt, all that good stuff. They also made these awesome cups for us, guys. They do everything from screen printing, uh, vinyl, uh, laser etching. They will probably even give you a tattoo if you can give them enough time. <laughs> but go, go check out Phil there in Perry. Uh, great shop. Uh, we'll, we'll be looking to go there in the future, give you guys kind of a, a lowdown on their, their background. Thank so. you so much to Red Earth Designs for sponsoring. We were, we were watching the, speaking of Chad Solons, we were watching the damn quails last night, and um, the guy in front of us had a... Um, Chad Sullen shirt on, and and Brian said something about Chad Sullen. I think he was playing one of his guitars that he yeah. had. Oh wow! Yeah, he was. And the guy in Very front of cool. us took his shirt off and was trying to get give it to Brian. Or something. <laughs> wow! It might not fit him, but no, we love those guys. We love, we love the guys. quails. <laughs> We've known Brian for a long, long time, and Gabe. Caleb. Yeah, all Gabriel. those guys, man, yeah. just great guys, great and man. Yeah. And Caleb getting married? Yes, he is. Wow. Well, we, Brian's one of our favorites. We, we oh, yeah, got he's to great. talk to him. We, we talked to him like 
July. Mid July is when we we talked. Oh, he's he's fun. He's he's a fun. He's a character. He's one. Absolutely, man. He's a great guy. (laughs) Keep you laughing. He's kind of he's kind of a later day Tom Skinner in a lot of ways. In fact, that was his hero. Tom was his hero. Yeah. Yeah. Now I think he's got a tattoo. He does. He does. On his arm. A lot of those guys. Yeah. The sunglasses. The iconic Uh picture. Yeah. 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 In the middle of our, we got to talk to Brian a little bit yesterday, and in the middle of our conversation, he left to go outside the gate because there's somebody from Wisconsin at the fan that comes to every show and gives him Wisconsin cheese. Oh, so we went and got Wisconsin cheese. Cheesehead. Yeah, we, yeah, cheese like we need some fans. Cheese, we need a cheese fan. Well, that can be something else besides cheese. Well, you know. <laughs> all fans bring different things. Yeah. Anything else? Well, yeah, we're, we're going to let you guys go. Yeah. We uh, okay. we really appreciate you guys yeah, sitting down man, with us, man. That's been a pleasure. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, Thanks for uh, helping push the scene. And, yeah. Uh, we, because without people like you guys, we couldn't do what we do. So thank you. Good, very good much. job, man. We, thank we you. Love, we appreciate We love promoting artists, uh, small to big and I think that's one thing that really inspired it. We didn't know what we wanted to do when we started the podcast, and it's kind of turned into this, and we we love it. We love cool. It's a good thing. Yes. Yes. Well, you yes. let, you let it, it, you let it develop like, yes. itself instead yeah. of trying yeah. to force it. You just kind of let it happen. Exactly. That's yeah. a good. It's the best way. Let exactly. stuff happen. Exactly. You go with the flow and stick with the flexible plan. That's Bob Childers. You always got it. Yes. Wait, I think we embody that. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. His saying was strictly adhere to the flexible plan. It's good. Right. Yeah. That's good. Well, thanks, guys. Well, yep. thank, thank you so much.